Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oh My God, I Can't, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. We have with us our resident nurse, um, Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. How are, how's the life-saving working out for you? You know, it's taking its toll, but I head back to the trenches today. Okay, great. And Stephanie, how are you feeling? You, you're, you're all good. I'm good. I don't have a life-saving job. <laughs> just, <laughs> just sitting around being depressed these days. I know. <laughs> well, you, you and I have the kinds of like jobs where it's like we're the fluff people. We don't serve mm-hmm. any purpose that helps anybody in any way. And I know people are like, well, beauty is really important to people and it makes people feel really good. That's all great and everything, but it doesn't fucking help now. <laughs> no. No, it does though. Oh, Sylvia's wearing that red lipstick. So I mean, Sylvia wears red lipstick under her uh, mask. Isn't that weird? It's not weird. I've been doing that lately. Thank you, Stephanie. I think that's pathetic. I've been putting on. Yeah, I've been putting on like a long wear lipstick so it doesn't transfer all over my mask, and I put it on for myself. Yes. God. It makes you feel better. It does make you feel better. You know what would make me feel better? Should I have to fucking wear that thing? That would make me feel a lot better. (laughs) So, no, I'm not falling for that shit. Anyhow, um, Sylvia, so tell us. We had you on, what was it, Stephanie, like a week ago or two weeks? I can't remember. Yeah. Two weeks. Where This is worse than it's ever been. It was like the day before the shit hit the fan. (laughs) Was that the day before lockdown, I think, right? Yeah. Or the day of, I think it was actually the day of that we got it. And then the lockdown got a little bit more serious. Okay. So Sylvia, tell us where we are now. Just for those of you listening at home, we are recording on Monday, December 14th. This will air on Thursday. So we've got about three days. So this is where we are at this point in time. So I'm going to hope I'm going to be the, the optimist and say that it's gotten much better in three days. Something tells me it's not going to be the truth, but (laughs) Sylvia, you tell me, you tell me otherwise. So as of right now, I know that heading into work, we are short-staffed. We are, the last time I was at work, we were down to our last bed in the ICU. And I know that they had talked about expanding the ICU into other places of the hospital that are less utilized. So that's just showing you kind of the numbers of patients that we have that are requiring higher levels of care. The optimistic Good news, I guess, is that we got approved to use this medication that I'm going to butcher the name of right now called Bamlanivimab. It's a medication for um, patients that have COVID that are high risk. And I gave the first dose of it last week. And it's supposed to shorten the duration of it and uh, decrease the severity of it in really high risk patients. So our patients that are over or, you know, are 65 or older have a lot of comorbidities like diabetes or kidney disease. Yeah. And so we're hoping that this helps uh, the severity that we're seeing in our population. So I hope that's a hopeful thing. Well, that could be a somewhat of a light at the end of the tunnel. Well, the light at the end of the tunnel is this vaccine, which I saw this morning and you guys probably saw it too. Um, The first dose was given to that nurse in New York. So that was kind of exciting to see. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, that it's making its way into the state. So I mean, I've been calling myself the resident gimp. So Sylvia is going to be first and then I will be yes. probably in the next batch or the batch after that, after the elderly. So um, we'll let you know how it goes. Yes. There was one. I just thought Gavin Newsom was just on live doing a dose with a nurse in California too. So it is here. Did Yay. you get one? California. 
did the nurse, there was a nurse in California that they were giving to. Did she look nervous? Um, yeah, but I mean, she also had cameras pointed at her. So who knows what she was nervous about. <laughs> you have the whole world watching to see if she's going to flinch if she gets a shot. <laughs> okay, that's nerve wracking at all. Maybe that wasn't a fair question. Okay, so she's doing well. We're going to say that it worked out really well for her and she even headed back to work. I made that up, but it's probably true. Okay, so how are you feeling these days? Are you feeling less hopeful? And I want you to give it to us real. Less hopeful or more hopeful? How are you feeling today on Monday, December 14th? I, I'm, I'm hopeful because of the vaccine and because of this new drug, but it's kind of tempered with the fact that people are going to be visiting family over Christmas, yep. which I can't begrudge them that, but it's just, man, it's going to probably increase the number of infections that we have. So it's kind yeah. of like, yeah, I mean, between. are we even, are we even seeing Thanksgiving numbers? That's like right now, right? I think so. I think that's what we're, yeah. That's what we're in. People that traveled. That's what I believe. We're in Thanksgiving right now. So I hope it was worth it. And I hope your family didn't drive you crazy. I mean, because (laughs) if you're sick as a result of it, that would suck too. But it would. Okay. So, Sylvia, any other uh, good news you'd like to share about healthcare and the hospital before we dive in and talk about this guy in meth? We're going to go back to our roots, people. We have been getting real heavy and we've been talking a lot about this virus because it's been all anybody wants to talk about. And every time you turn on the news, that's all you fucking hear. I will say, though, that Trump did promise after the election we wouldn't hear a word about COVID and all we hear is COVID. So that's weird that he would lie to us, don't you think, Stephanie? Yeah, he never lies. What do you mean? I mean, that was real. I was really disappointed to see that that seemed to be an untruth. <laughs> but anyhow, anything else, uh, Sylvia or Stephanie, as it relates to COVID on December 14th, anything fun that you want to share? <laughs> fun about COVID. <laughs> no fun tidbits, just please, everybody, wear a mask. Please, okay. please, please, my final plea. Oh, and don't go to the ER unless you absolutely have to. Meaning don't go you're to dying. the ER. Okay, so unless you cannot breathe, just stay away from the ER. Or if you break a leg or do something like that, then go. But we don't want you to go if you just have a runny nose. Yeah. Okay, Stephanie, tell us about meth. Let's go back. (laughs) Well, you know, every time Sylvia is on, we end up with this like COVID stuff and we don't get to get like real fun with her. So we thought we'd give her like a real true (laughs) odd news day, but it's kind of medically related. accidents and medical stuff this is why you get paid the big bucks which actually is no bucks but you get paid for it and there's gonna be things that are probably really shocking to us but you're like oh yeah that happened on wednesday (laughs) (laughs) very curious to see what this is okay so the first story we have was this man and he was in kansas city and he was racing his motorcycle and he lost control of his motorcycle crashed in the crash his gun that was in his waistband which we've talked about before it doesn't seem like a good idea shot off from the impact of hitting the ground shot himself and then he got hit where did he shoot himself in the gut or where did he shoot himself in In his penis (laughs) Um, it actually doesn't say where in his body it shot him Uh, it did he didn't die after all okay. of this, he crashed his motorcycle, shot himself, and then got hit by a car. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so he, please tell me that he's able to walk at least. 
<laughs> no, he didn't walk away from that. They had to no, take him away. No, but he's able to walk today is what I'm saying. Like, I hope this didn't <laughs> disable him. Well, at the time of the story, he was still in the hospital. Oh um, they God. also found <laughs> in like his, I don't know, the little glove box area of his motorcycle, they found a bunch of meth. <laughs> no, they didn't. Okay, so the van was riding his motorcycle. He crashed the motorcycle, shot himself with his own gun, and then got hit by a car. And lived. <laughs> you know what? I thought my fucking year was bad. Like, this, this takes the cake. <laughs> Are you sure this didn't happen in Florida? I know. <laughs> Seriously. I Where had to was reread it. It, it was in Kansas City. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't... Do I mean... I don't know many people in Kansas City, and I, but I don't hear about them doing shit like this. So this, no. maybe he was visiting from Florida. I'm, we need to quit talking about Florida like that. You know what? Not everybody from Florida. Okay, so Sylvia, what's your assessment? Um, what do you treat first? <laughs> it's actually not a bad question. Well, if he's bleeding profusely, we stop the bleeding first. Okay, so the gunshot goes first. And if he's... Wait a minute, wait a minute. But he may not be bleeding the most from the gunshot if he fell off the, the motorcycle. He could be bleeding right. more from like a head wound. <laughs> right. So we have to make sure like we have our little algorithm that we go through airway, breathing, circulation, and we treat those life-threatening things first. But usually your patients that are either drunk or on meth, they usually survive these things. I don't know why. <laughs> I've heard that. Is it because, yeah. uh, you know what I think it is, though, and I'm no medical expert, but <laughs> I think it's because when you take those types of like drugs that it makes you very strong. And I don't know. And I think it probably numbs and dulls some of the pain. That's my own assessment. I don't know if that's true. I think that's you just part like of- ragdoll when you when it right. happens because you're so yes. out of it, especially with alcohol. They go limp. So that's usually why they survive the impacts. Whereas if you're sober, you brace for it because you're anticipating it. And that's usually what, well, why people that are sober are more injured. As far as the mess people, I Wait, don't are you know. telling people to be drunk when they drive Don't then? be drunk. Don't be drunk. <laughs> okay. Let me be clear. I'm just saying that's what happens. But okay. I found meth placed on patients in various spots. So I'm Where? surprised it was in such a benign place as his glove box. Where, where do you find the meth on the I people? I found it tucked up under somebody's nuts that came in for a gunshot wound. <laughs> That was entertaining. I handed it to the police. <laughs> so you're a snitch too? Jeez. <laughs> well, we're, we're assessing him and getting him undressed in, with, you know, sheriffs right there. And I'm like, uh, I, you know, because we check under, we check everywhere for bullet wounds. So I lifted up his testicles. Let me use the proper medical terminology. And I found this little bag of white substance. And I just kind of handed it over to the sheriffs with a gloved hand going, you might want this. <laughs> I mean, did, he the, must have did the sheriff have gloves on? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and her face, her expression was priceless. Like, oh, she's okay. a woman too. She's probably like, these dudes are fucking gross. <laughs> I wonder so, if he hit it there before he got shot. That's what I was just going to say. Like, was he I planning on indulging question. at the hospital? Or was this just like, I don't want that's my mom to find spot. it, so let me put it in, under my nuts. That's where he normally you know, keeps it. <laughs> good question. I'm pretty sure he was shot over the meth. He was on meth when he came in. Oh. And okay. um, yeah. Did he, he make it? He, uh, he, we, because we're not a trauma center where I work, we transferred him out pretty quickly. Uh, I'm pretty sure he probably did make it. He was begging to talk to his wife prior. Why? To She's going to be so pissed at him? <laughs> I don't know. And um, he was constantly asking for that. I tried to call her and there was no answer. 
and he got pissed. I'm like, because it was my fault that she didn't answer. <laughs> you know what? I'm rooting for him because he's already been through it. <laughs> he's already been through it. He's going to get in trouble for the meth and his nuts. And then he got hit. I mean, it's just too much. It's way too much to contend with. So I'm going to put it out there that he's doing well and he's really trying to figure things out and he's getting his life together. I yes. want that for him. I really I do. <laughs> Okay, so the man on the motorcycle, so you would uh, first tend to the spot that's bleeding the most, whether it's from the actual motorcycle crash getting nailed by the car or the gunshot wound. Yes, we would treat any life-threatening injury first. Aren't those all (laughs) (laughs) life-threatening? Whichever is worst. Okay, and then where do you go from there? Uh, Stabilize him to the best of our ability and make sure he's okay. And if he came to our hospital, he'd get transferred out. Just depends. Okay, now I know Hopefully that people he's not are so tired of this, but on Grey's Anatomy, there's always somebody oh, that will come Lord. in after and have a conversation with this person where they're trying to help them assess their own life to figure out if this <laughs> is the way they want to continue to live. Do you guys do that in the hospital? No. Is that legit? No. no. So not no. one word about this man's choices. I mean, sometimes people will say something you might have want to think twice about what you're involved in <laughs> or riding a motorcycle while you're methed out of your mind. You might want to rethink your gun placement. Things like that might be said. But most of the time, you just get so like used to these types of patients coming in. You're like, nah. What about a counselor? We have social work. We have case management that will talk to patients like if they do want drug rehabilitation we do help them find those things but but probably on the er that's not where you're handling that huh it's more like when they come to and like yeah right it's i mean sometimes we do if they do get discharged from the er like if it's not that serious but usually yeah like there'll be stuff done up on the floors or the icu wherever they end up i was just gonna say that sounds like a pretty heartless place because when i got sick and i was in the hospital they brought me a comfort dog oh they did a golden retriever just to, you know, make me feel better. So they're really trying to work through it there. I, I think you guys need to work on that part too. I think we need emotional support dogs for the staff. Oh, for sure. That, that's yeah. what we need. You know what? Gloria's got a lot of time on her hands. So maybe send her down there. She'd be unplugging machines. Totally. Yeah, that's not on wires. wires. Don't want her there. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to um, switch to another topic, something that I love, which is sushi. So, Stephanie, tell me about this sushi story. <laughs> so, okay, this woman, she had just worked a long shift. I'm sure you can relate, Sylvia. I do. <laughs> and um, she got home and she didn't have any food in her fridge except for the sushi that she bought at a gas station five days oh. earlier. What? <laughs> <laughs> and Wait, at the gas station was, not from something that she had delivered or even at this fabu restaurant no. no she bought it at the gas station first of all and then had leftovers and kept it for five and days. five days later decided she'd chance it no. and eat it no. and she said that it tasted a little sour but it was oh my fine once she put the soy sauce on it people <laughs> Okay, so she did this to herself. I don't want to blame the victim. She did this to herself. (laughs) And then she, in the middle of the night, woke up and started not only having like stomach gurgles, but then started full on hallucinating and started thinking that there was like animals and bugs crawling up her wall and under her skin. And like, (laughs) she started 
having shortness of breath and anxiety and confusion <laughs> and first yeah insomnia she had like this whole list of things that happened to her she said she felt like her heart was going to beat out of her neck like she was just like throbbing and she didn't go to the hospital for a couple days because she was embarrassed probably you would probably think like well i know what this is from yeah but are you going to be the one to to wait for it to pass I think I'm killing myself. And the result is some bad sushi that I got at a gas station five days ago. I mean, again, I wouldn't eat leftovers from the cheesecake factory that were five days old. So I don't know what this lady was no. thinking. I don't Okay, so I she's hallucinating. Leftover, I don't eat leftover sushi like that has the yeah, raw no. fish at all. No. At all. I do a pretty good Even job if, of taking it down the night of, though. So I'm, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Maybe, I do. Like yeah. maybe an avocado roll, but not like a raw sushi roll. I don't know. Okay, Sylvia, so have you seen bad sushi in the ER? First of all, I mean, I've seen food poisoning, but I'm just so perplexed as to, first of all, why you would be (laughs) buying sushi from a gas station. Number one. (laughs) Number one. Number one. Number two, you decide to leave it in your fridge for five days, (laughs) and then you decide to eat it. And then I'm surprised she did not have vomiting and diarrhea like no tomorrow. She and that probably looked, did. That maybe was probably she the least did, of her problems. Yeah, she, those weren't the first on her list. Like it was the hallucination that Yeah, because I've like, never heard of hallucinations the most. And then but she ended up they ended up finding a tapeworm. Ew. From the sushi? Mm-hmm. From the sushi. Did she get real skinny after? Because you know I was gonna say she should have left it slim a bitch down. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny oh. i've talked about that with girlfriends where i'm like you know what i wouldn't mind i mean i know it's probably not pleasant sylvia would it be painful but i i might be down for that um i <laughs> don't ever want to know if it's painful or not i don't want to know just because like in india i know so many people that have had worms so to speak like they eat and eat and eat and eat and they can't gain weight and then they get treated for the worms and it's just like and then they feel better it's like it sounds so miserable yeah, they, and then when you they're see like those a solid pictures, size six after, though, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> size zero. Pictures. Looks like for the when you spot. see the pictures of the tapeworms after they pull them out, too, they look Ew. oh, it's so disgusting. gross. It's, it's so, so gross. Some of them are so. Where long. do they get them out of? How do they get them out? They said they said the breed that she had are ones that <laughs> my my mouth is watering. About to throw up. They can grow <laughs> up to nine <laughs> feet long. Holy disgusting. <laughs> I know that they can come out either, you know, via the nose, the mouth, the anus. And we're going to transition because this is just <laughs> foul and disgusting. So um, she's doing okay now, Stephanie. Yeah, she's fine now. Has she they learned her, any valuable lessons? They gave her some anti-worm medicine that killed Ooh. the worm. And I guess <laughs> it came out one of those ways. <laughs> well, I mean... Listen, we can all learn from somebody else's mistakes, and that is a prime example. So, um, if you've there's ever, many lessons there. <laughs> if you've ever considered sushi out of a gas station, think of this woman and what she's been through. Because I don't. So think eat it the day of is what we're saying. How about don't? How about not at all? That's probably not the best idea at all. Okay, we're going to wrap up with a naked guy. Ooh, <laughs> it's always a naked guy to it's wrap always things naked. up. Naked and mess. That's what we do. Yeah, well, this guy who didn't start off naked, like originally he um, was driving and either lost control of his car or did this on purpose. They don't really know. Um, he was in Montana. He crashed his car into a grocery store. 
like through the front doors and luckily nobody was hurt yeah it was open luckily nobody happened to be right inside the doors and he didn't kill anybody first of all (laughs) um but he left his car and then started running through the neighborhood and they lost track of him and they there was like a huge search for him and they knew who the car was registered for so at that point they knew who they were looking for but hours later, they ended up finding him running nude through a retirement village. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I okay. guess it turned out that he knew somebody that lived in the retirement village. They didn't say what the relationship so, was. But what did but that they have said to do that he had to run nude through it? I don't get it. I don't I, I think he was trying to go to his, like, safe space. Like, maybe his grandma was there or something. <laughs> so you go to your grandma's house naked? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know why Sounds he was like there, but he did know somebody there. Yet again. <laughs> I know he should have been. It would make more sense if he was on meth. <laughs> so then the man ran through the retirement community butt naked and then the police got him there. Yes. And what's he being charged with? Indecent exposure for sure. Well, right. And like, um, you know, like a, I don't know if it's hit and run, but like, what do you call that when you leave the scene of an accident? That's a hit and run. Mm-hmm. And then disorderly um, conduct, because, you know, he was making a scene when they were dragging him out of there naked. Yeah. People don't but go guess, quietly when they've done all that. Yeah. And the employees at the retirement home is actually who called on him and they knew exactly who he was because they recognized <laughs> him from visiting. <laughs> that man's poor grandmother. My God. I mean, but you know what I'm going to say about this guy? And I don't know him that. obviously it sounds like he's going through some shit. We all are. This is a very, very uh, weird time for all of us. But you know what? He visits his grandmother in a retirement community. He's not all bad. Yeah, enough that the people recognize him even. Totally. Yeah, no, (laughs) so he's a a good person at his core. He's just going through some shit. Yeah. They did say he had had signs of a drug impairment at the time. No. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Because the cynical side of me is like, he's just going to visit grandma to get money so he can buy more drugs. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm probably. About that. <laughs> God damn. You see more of this than we do. I bet you're right. <laughs> I know. I was totally pulling for him up until two seconds ago. Taking advantage Sorry. of that poor old woman. My God. She visits, he visits that much to get money from her. You know what I wonder about this kind of shit when we hear about it? Um, how, what is a person's rock bottom? You know what I mean? Like if that mm. happened and he's like, I mean, the, it was a rough weekend. It was kind of fucked up, but you know, it is what it is. If that wasn't his rock bottom, what will be his rock bottom? <laughs> when he's running naked through a retirement community that he doesn't know anyone at. <laughs> I mean, <maybe>. True. <laughs> it's gotta be something like that. I mean, my God. I, mean, I don't well, know. I mean, man. I hope he works He works through whatever it is he's going through. You know what I think? We've talked a lot about people that have just done like some wacky shit this year. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say we need to give a lot of people a pass because what we've experienced this year, actually the last <laughs> four years, but especially this year, it's been unlike anything that any of us have ever lived through. So I think that we really need to be better at uh, uh, being compassionate and really trying to figure out uh, how to wish these people the best and hope that they can get it together and that 2021 is going to be better to them. I really do. I hope that for him. Aw. I do. Look at you. I do. So, sir, if you're That's listening, really hopeful, I pulled Jeff. from you from the beginning. So if you come from a family of money, and it sounds like you might because that grandmother was hooking you up, remember us. All right, Sylvia. So looks like you're off to save lives tonight, yeah? Oh, yes. Currently drinking my coffee out of my brand new, oh, my God, I can't mug. 
Oh, and I'll, I know. You. Okay. And you're feeling good about it. I'm feeling good. I'm going to keep myself warm wearing my brand new. Oh my God. I can't zip up hoodie. Oh my God. It gets cold in that okay. ER. This is getting weird. You're way too stalkery. You're <laughs> hey, doing listen. it all. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. And a uh, friendly reminder for those of you listening that we have all the, Oh my God, I can't merch on it, which is connected to our Instagram and we're changing it periodically. So tune in to see what kind of like stupid shit we're selling. Anyhow, that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk soon. Bye. 